0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the show, Season 5, Episode 20. I'm your host, Jazz Wilson, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Lucy Wilson. Hello. And Tom is over in the other studio. So, Lucy, how are you feeling? Yeah, no. Mm. Lucy is <laughs> Sorry a little in under the weather. I'm not going to do too much talking today because I sound horrible. <laughs> not true, but yes, Lucy's a little under the weather, so it'll be more of my dulcet tones. Sorry, guys. So let's get on with the show. Kicking us off, as always, with... Ba-da. Album of the week! Ba-ba-bum. Yeah! It is album of the week, and Lucy, it was your choice of Album of the week, and the show was choir of man and how good was it on a scale of one to fifty? That's not what we usually do, oh okay, I was just seeing where you would go from there. <laughs> um, I don't know, I wasn't prepared for that, oh, okay, I think three. Out of five bikes. Oh, okay. Not out of 50. Not out of 50, geez. <laughs> um, what did you think? I loved it. Oh, Absolutely loved it. So if you are a regular listener, you'll know that I am a fan of an all-male-sounding section of people. And I say that because it's not always a choir. Sometimes it's just the male section of a musical production, which is not technically a choir. But I loved it. Pop songs that were sung by men in various different ways from how they were originally done. Jukebox, I'm not usually a fan of, but the way that this was done was great. I thoroughly enjoyed it and I would love to go and see it and see how the visuals work with the songs. Yeah, there seemed to be more of a story to it than I thought there was going to be. So it was interesting to listen to. Yeah, it was good. It was very good. Like to the point where I'm going to take some of them songs and put them in a playlist, that good. That's how good you know they are when I put them in a playlist, special one-off. Yeah, it's good. I would give it, I'm gonna have to go five mics. Five mics, I rarely give five mics, but it was good, it was really good. To the point where on my morning commute, that's what I might put on. It's very cool, very cool indeed, very cool concept, the way it was done, the way it was delivered. It was very cool. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Would you like to know what I have in store for you? Yes. Okay, I shall tell you and put you out of your misery. What I have picked for Album of the Week for us to listen to is The Prince of Egypt. Oh, yeah, good choice. Very new, very current, twenty twenty. Original cast recording. Steven Schwartz, the man, the myth, the legend, is the guy behind it. If you like the film, apparently you'll like the musical. It's a very cult, It has a very cult following, I find. It's a bit like um, Return to the Forbidden Planet in that way. Like, specific people specifically go and watch it. And we'll watch it again and again so yes and if you're looking for it on spotify i shall tell you what the album cover looks like it has a navy background with a man i believe a man with long hair and he is orange and so is his hair and the border is also orange it says, Prince of Egypt, a new musical, music and lyrics by Stephen Schwartz. Looks very cool. I was trying to work out if there was something within his hair. If you look at the album cover, you'll know what I mean. His hair looks like there's a hidden message or meaning or something. Anyone who's seen it or knows why his hair is like that, please fill me in. Shed some light on that. I'd love to know. Are you looking forward to this, Lucy. Yes. Good. That was all for Ba-da. Album of the Week. Ba-ba-bum. Yeah! That was Album of the Week. So, Tom, please tell us your section.
1: Hello, and welcome back to Movie Musical segment. My name is Tom, and today we're going to be talking about the one and only. Everyone's talking about Jamie. This is a brand new Amazon Prime exclusive uh, in collab with Film Four. It feels very Film Four, and uh, it, yeah, it was it was a nice surprise that they made this film. I don't think it seemed like the sort of film that was the sort of musical, sorry, that was going to be getting a adaptation, a film adaptation anytime soon, if at all. But I'm really glad they did it. I think it's a great musical, um, and yeah, if you want to go and check it out, head over to Amazon Prime now and then. Uh, come on back and join us. So they've used a couple of the original creatives, which I quite liked. So they've got uh, Dan, I'm sorry if I'm saying this name wrong, Dan Gilsepi Sells, who's a singer for The Feeling. He also wrote all the music for Jamie and he's co-directed this film. So it's cool. They've got some some of the uh, cast and creatives that, that have crossed over. We've also got Tom McRae, Who's a co-director, and Jonathan Butterell, who I don't know if they worked on the original production of Jamie, but they worked on the cinema screen version. They directed that, uh, but I don't know if they actually directed it on stage or not. Either way, uh, it it was one of Jonathan Butterell's first filmed projects, like one of his first takes as a, as a director on a film, and I think you could kind of tell that. But I think they did a really good job with with this show. They've got some really great scenes, like a work of art was kind of a standout song where they really played with sort of like the cinematography and what they could do, you know, with it it being on screen, which was really interesting. And I think it was the perfect opportunity to kind of try out some creative decisions like that. There's also some really great moments of like Wall in My Head, for example, was very, very simple. There wasn't really much to it, but it was kind of exactly how it was done on the stage. And it was really interesting to see that adaptation over over film. So I, I thought that was that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I think this film captures really well the stage, like the the feeling you get when you watch it on stage. It's very, very similar. It's almost kind of scene for scene remake, um, which is cool. I think a lot of musicals tend to stray away from that because they want to musical film sorry because they want to do something individual um which i completely get as well and is equally as valid also when you've got a musical that is so iconic on stage like the the, it always kind of has the same look whenever it's staged or or it's got the same sort of feel then i think you kind of want to see that reflected in the film Uh, some musicals when they go on stage that you know they have like They can be the same script and the same music, but completely different productions. Jamie feels like something that's always going to be the same product. And I think rightly so as well. It's kind of based on a true story. So I think it's one of those things that if you change anything about it, you have to kind of make sure you're having some sort of accuracy. Not that it needs to be, you know, verbatim what happened, because obviously it's not... But I think it's just being respectful about the stories, and I think the the film handles that really, really well. The script, uh, so Tom McRae and Jonathan Butterell also wrote it. I have to say, this, the script is is not fantastic. It, it's okay in parts, but largely it feels a bit like uh, soapy, <laughs> like you're watching EastEnders. Um, I don't. It, it feels a bit cheesy, and it, it it doesn't feel like good writing. A lot of it, I'll be honest. But I think this is the sort of musical you can get away with it in. And I also feel like this film is kind of marketed largely towards the age group that is reflected in this film. You know, it's sort of kids in school. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm kind of in two minds. I, I, I don't think the script necessarily hinders the film but there are moments when it definitely doesn't help and it's a bit like, oh, really? Really? Um, anyway, let's let's talk about some of the cast. So we've got Max Harwood as Jamie New, who's uh, a local boy for us anyway. Um, w- so we're from Newbury. He's from Basingstoke and we've got a couple of uh, people that have been in Amdram shows with him. So shout out to the Amdram connection there. He was part of Bats Next Gen. Uh, we've spoken about them before. I think we've we've maybe reviewed some of their shows in the past. I don't know. Uh, but we've definitely spoken about them on the show before. And uh, yeah, Max Harwood. So up and coming up and coming star. I thought he was really good as Jamie. I think he's kind of perfectly balanced sort of John McCree's original Jamie and also given it something new. And it's also a slightly more uh, reduced version of the character, which obviously just works better for screen anyway. We've got uh, Lauren Patel as Pretty who um I don't really have much to say about <laughs> Laura Patel I thought she was good as the part she was she was well cast and she did a good job uh, so well done we've got Sarah Lancashire as Margaret New who's Jamie's mum um I slightly feel like she was done a little bit dirty so my boy he's my boy I can't remember what the song's called when I saw that on stage it was potentially the best song it was like it was a bit of a show stealer Everyone was like, wow, she she has an amazing voice. That's a really great song if it's done well. And I feel like she maybe sings it well, but they kind of gloss over it. They add in this, this new thing over the top, which I don't remember being in the stage show, but it could be, where Jamie dresses up in drag and goes to a football game that his dad's at to sort of say, I don't care anymore. And all that happens over her singing. So a lot of the songs lost, which I thought was a bit of a shame. Um, I think it would have been nice to have a bit more focus on her. But other than that, I thought she was, she was a really great character and um, really well cast as as Jamie's mum. They have a really good chemistry on on screen. As does, uh, I'm, I'm really sorry if I mess up this name, by the way, Shobna Gulati. I think that's how you pronounce it. You recognise her from uh, some soaps. I think she was on Corrie. She plays Ray, who's Margaret's best friend. They've got a really good relationship. um not huge parts of the story, but, you know, still important. Then well, there's there's so many cast members in this that are sort of worth talking about, so I'm going to try and run through them quickly. Richard E. Grant as Loco Chanel. Uh, this was interesting. i I really like Richard E. Grant, but it was an interesting choice of how to play it. And I think they probably could have benefited from. Getting an actual drag queen, maybe. I don't know. Watch it for yourself. See what you think. Uh, Sharon Horgan, who's one of, uh, I think, one of the best sort of British actors, indie British actors in the UK at the moment. Um, she, I say British. She's actually Irish. So <laughs> sorry about that. She, she's not British. She's Irish. But um, she, I, I think she's fantastic. You'll recognise her from loads of stuff. She plays the teacher, Miss Hedge, and I think she does a really, really great job of being sort of likeable enough to get away with saying that Jamie can't wear a dress. My problem with the stage production is that Miss Hedge didn't feel likeable enough and sort of redeemable, but Sharon Horgan does a really great job. We've got Samuel Bottomley, <laughs> has a great name, as Dean. Um, I think he did a really good job. Uh, didn't really bring anything new to the character, but didn't necessarily need it. And then Ralph Innocent, who you will recognise from everything, but you won't know his name, plays Jamie's dad. Um, I feel like the dad wasn't in the film as much as he was in the stage production. I'm sure there was some creative decision for that, but I think maybe it would have been a bit nicer to to have seen some some of their connection a bit more. But hey-ho, you can't have it all. Um, yeah, overall, I think they did a really good job with this film. I think it was it's not the best musical film in the world, Um, I don't think it's going to blow critics' minds, but I think it was fun and it was a good representation of the stage show. I wish the script was a little bit better, that's all I'll say. And all in all, I'm going to give this film three out of five stars, I think, is a solid effort. And I definitely think you should go and check it out, especially if you like the stage show. Um, Join us next week, and hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to be talking about Diana, the musical. Um, I believe it's coming to Netflix this week or next. So um, yeah, if not, then show up next week and we'll we'll have something else. It'll be a nice surprise for you. But yeah, Diana the musical. Uh, I know nothing about it other than we've spoken a little bit about it on the show. So it's going to be it's going to be fun. I hope, and uh, we'll see what it's like. Anyway, have a lovely week, and we'll see you next time.
0: Good one, Tom. Thank you very much as always, and that unfortunately will be all from us today short and sweet just like we are well maybe not tom he's quite tall but sweet all the same thank you for listening you know what to do tell a friend about us follow us on socials get in touch we love to hear from you and maybe you can feature on the show thank you all for listening we'll be in your ears again next time
1: bye
0: At podcast.